Welcome everyone to another Becker's podcast. I'm Ryan Muhammad with Becker's Healthcare, and I'm thrilled to have Dr. Lisa Warren, Chair of the Department of Pediatrics and Assistant Dean of Graduate Medical Education at Western University of Health Sciences. Dr. Warren, it's so nice to meet you. How are you today? I'm doing well, thank you. Very excited to be here. I am so happy that you are here today. Well, to begin, would you mind introducing yourself and telling us a bit about your background? Yes, of course. Thank you. So yes, I'm Dr. Lisa Warren. I'm a pediatrician. Um, I did my medical school training at Western University of Health Science. That's where I currently am employed and did my residency training in pediatrics at Scott and White in Temple, Texas. Um, I was there for 10 years uh, where I served in both clinical and administrative roles. I had the experience and the pleasure of being a residency program director there involved with accreditation and GME, graduate medical education growth. Um, and then 11 years ago, I moved back to Southern California um, where I, my family is and all, and um, had started um, my time at Western, Western University of Health Science. I um, as noted, I'm chair of pediatrics, as well as assistant dean for graduate medical education. Um, in those roles, I oversee all the pediatric education and experiences, both on the preclinical and the clinical side for our medical students at the university. And then I also had the, the role of overseeing graduate medical education training um, through a consortium called OptiWest, which encompassed at the time 19 uh, graduate training programs in four states. And so with that was really seeing learners both from an undergraduate medical education perspective, as well as in their residency and fellowship training. Um, yeah. And, yeah, it is a lot. It's a lot that, you know, with it, you can see the full spectrum of them coming from undergraduate to medical school and seeing them just mature along the entire process um, to being a, a young, you know, independent physician. And it's been such a, a pleasure of being a mentor and support through um, providing resources and just guidance along that path. Um, I do see, I do patient care um, at the medical school. We have a medical office um, building. So I'm an outpatient pediatrician and um, have a, a multi-specialty group that I'm a part of. So a lot of diversity and experiences along along the years that I've I've worked there. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, with all your experience, um, the first real question I want to ask you is, what issues are you spending most of your time on today, would you say? So, you know, it's, it's an interesting time. Uh, a lot of what, so I'll speak first on, because a large portion of what I do is more on the academic administrative piece is, is really being creative in the way we, we teach and, and mentor our medical students into their, their next stages in their career. Um, COVID um, and this pandemic really um, changed the way in which we approach our, our teaching and, and resources to medical students being a lot via Zoom um, and um, really how do we balance that education, just medical material, as well as providing them that with the hand 
and um, clinical skills in order to be competent as they progress along. So that that is, is finding a good balance between that, between myself being an educator, as well as um, how do I you know, build a professional relationship with my, my trainees and my students, you know, in order to guide them through what the expectations would be as a, as a physician. Um, so that's been a big challenge as well as, you know, stress, burnout, wellness, um, as well as all the, you know, issues that sort of arise from all of that. Um, but yet, um, we have a very resilient uh, faculty and, and a resilient student body. And, and with that has come some innovation and ideas and thoughts and discussions to, to make our educational and clinical environments as best as they can and thrive. So with that has, has been where a lot of our focus has been centered on. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing. And when you're kind of thinking about the future, how are you thinking about investments and growth in the next two years or so? Investments um, in, in, in growth in part is, is really knowing who our customer is <laughs> and, and in where I am in the, on the medical education side is, is our students and then, and then our um, residency training directors and really how do we best provide the most competent and well-prepared student um, and provide all the training and the resources to get them to that phase. Um, technology has just erupted in respects to how we can be excellent diagnostically, um, but how can we, aside from just having this virtual world um, where we're doing a lot of teaching, how can we still have this personalized touch and communication and skills to really um, invest in for our students. So over the next couple of years, uh, we are looking and we have um, really found simulation to help uh, with these resources coming from an osteopathic medical school where we invest a lot of time through whole, you know, holistic approach to patient care and as well as our osteopathic techniques um, that has also continually bridged and helped us focus on the whole patient and how to, to keep that perspective um, in it. So, so in it is really growing um, in, in, in finding new technologies and techniques to be able to assess um, the competencies of our students, as well as providing them with new tools and resources that they're going to need um, to be able to take care of our population with, with a focus really on wellness and health, um, but knowing that we also have to take care of, you know, sick and, you know, urgent care kind of issues too. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Um, and before I let you go, the last thing that I wanted to ask you is what are you most excited about right now in your field? I think the most exciting thing is it, the options are limitless. Um, there's, you know, there's been a way in which we've delivered education and training that always has been, but over the last few years, a lot of that dynamic and that approach has been challenged. Um, so with it, the voice of our of our students have really um, provided some introspective analysis review of how we do things. Um, so with it is sort of, 
disrupting the way we deliver care, the way we deliver education. Um, I find that exciting that we don't have to do things the way they used to be or the way it was. And we really have to think about it in a much more broad, interprofessional, uh, dynamic um, way, um, leveraging technology, but also using our other um, healthcare professionals to teach each other um, how to be best um, clinicians in the future. Um, so with it, I find that exciting. I think there's, there's a lot of opportunity out there that we just haven't tapped into. Um, we don't have to sit in front of a computer or read a book all the time. The, the technologies are already at our hand to have you know, information provided to us as we need it. So, so where else can we really develop and strengthen our resources? Um, so that we can make our communities, our patients, um, just our, our, into a much healthier uh, environment and population. Um, that's what I see most exciting. And, and, it, and it comes, and, and this has just been a driving force for me, has been, we have to take care of ourselves, our, our physician health care force, our health force is very, um, stressed. Um, there's a lot of physician burnout um, just across the entire medical field. There's just a lot of burnout. Everybody, you know, it's it's been stressed. Um, physician suicide is 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 highest is the highest population group across the country. Um, you know, so there there has to be a different way to do things um, in the way we approach um, the way we take care of patients, the way we take care of each other, how do we train our upcoming and rising physicians, um, because without that, um, then we can't take care of our patients well. Um, so I think knowing that that is in the forefront or right in front of our face, and we're being challenged to make very disruptive changes is what excites me. Um, and so I'm, I'm looking forward to a lot of innovation. I'm looking forward to new ways to deliver education and deliver care. Um, and I want to see my colleagues and my partners at their healthiest so that our patients are best taken care of. Absolutely, that is so well put. And thank you so much for those final thoughts, Dr. Warren. That is all I have for you today. So I want to thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. This has been an amazing discussion. I look forward to connecting with you again soon. All right. Well, thank you very much, Laura. It's been a pleasure.